In searching for our life's purpose, we turn to relationships, drugs, shopping, religion, and more, often not realizing that we have the answers right in front of us. Welcome to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. In this program, we'll show you how to understand that we are that energy. And once we understand that, a life of limitless possibilities awaits us. Now, here is your host, Alma Phillips. Hello, everyone. It's a beautiful day today for Adventures of the Mind and Body. My name is Alma Phillips, and I am a spirit inhabiting my current body for about 60 years. And most of those 60 years, I've been trying to understand what the heck we're doing here on planet Earth and what life is about. So I have figured out a couple of things. Um, I'm excited to share with you what I've been able to put together through education, experience, trial and error, et cetera, et cetera. Lots of tears, lots of angst. But here I am, uh, 60 years later, still making it, and going to share some of that with you. I don't expect I can really teach you anything or tell you anything you don't want to know, but really my goal here is that I would like to offer up some thoughts and ideas that you would at least contemplate or consider. Uh, If this is our first encounter, then I'll tell you a little bit about myself in that um, I am psychic, yes, and but so are you. And yes, I do see dead people. It's a common question that people ask me, and um, but probably you do too. All right. So what I want to say here is that we're all we're going to start out with some stuff that some premises. We're going to talk about some things that this is what's going on, people, because no one's really explained this to us. I find it in life that they just didn't give me the manual. There's no really, how do I do this and how does this work situation? I don't know. And I feel like my whole life, that's what I've been doing. And maybe you can relate to this. What the heck are we doing here? How does this work? Why doesn't this work? Why does that work? Who That's not even true. All this crap just keeps going through my head, and I don't exactly know what to do about that. Right? So, first off this morning, I'm going to tell you a story. This is a story of a personal experience that I had. All right? Um, As I told you, I'm 60 years old, so I grew up young. In uh, My young years were the 60s. I graduated from high school in the 70s. So that kind of gives you uh, a little bit of a picture of where I might have come from. So let's fast forward some 30 years, and it's the year 2000, and I have two daughters. Now, love them to death, normal normal teenagers. So – Kids teach you the darndest things, right? So what happened was it's a, it's a Friday night. And the phone rings, and it's one of my daughters, and she says, Mom, we're at the tattoo place, and Lucky says that if you sign the paper, we can get tattoos. Isn't this cool? I'm going to tell you honestly, I was like dead silence. I, I started into some kind of almost a panic I started to bring up all of my memories, my pictures, my premises, my beliefs, everything I knew about tattoos and guys named Lucky. So, and here I am, I'm just on this phone. I I have no real picture. All I have is the crap that's in my head. 
crap that I don't even know how it got there. You know, I could have watched a movie and gotten my picture of tattooed people, tattoo parlors, guys named Lucky. Who knows where I got these premises or these ideas that I was working with, right? So it gets worse because then I say to my daughter, where are you? And my daughter says, oh, we're over in the industrial park. Okay, now I got a new plethora of problems because everyone knows an industrial park is dark, lonely, filled with empty buildings, uh, roaming dogs. I don't know. Whatever that crap is that comes up when somebody gives you uh, a, a statement or an idea and your mind goes to work on it. Right? That's what we do. We start to fill in what we don't know. So I said to my daughter, I said, stay right where you are. I'll be right there. All right, so I grab my keys, grab my purse, get in the vehicle, drive crazy, get there, and I pull up. Now, I'm a child of the 60s. Let me give you the picture of tattoo and tattoo parlors and the people, quote, who knew they were artists, right? Um, my picture is that picture that behind a sort of seedy bar, there's a little room, a little storefront, say, at the back down the alley. And in front of that, there might be a couple of Harleys. And there's a couple of empty beer bottles, some trash. You guys get the picture. You've seen it in a movie. And when you go into this tattoo parlor, this guy says, hey, I'm Lucky. You know, and Lucky is a 300-pound biker. He's wearing a jean jacket that the sleeves have been cut out of it. And his beefy arms are out and tattooed and... You know, he's got a ponytail, he's wearing a do-rag, you know, he's, he's got it all going on there. And there's a curtain, there's always the curtain, the ugly, nasty curtain or the beads that you have to go behind to get to that old dentist chair where you're going to lay in there and this guy, Lucky, is going to tattoo you. And somewhere, there's a bottle of Jack Daniels. You're going to take a couple of shots to kill the pain. This is my premise my picture of the whole idea of getting a tattoo when I was growing up there was very few people had tattoos very few I remember I had uh, my dad's cousin had had been in the navy and he had a ship tattooed on his chest and you know I maybe saw that once in my lifetime who knows how I even got to see it they were probably drinking and they say hey you want to see my ship you know kind of thing who knows right so here it is, you know, it's 30-some years later, and I have two teenage daughters in a tattoo parlor. So when I pull up here, it's actually kind of a nice little strip mall, four or five businesses, on the edge of the industrial park on a main road. It's well lit. There isn't a motorcycle in sight. So already, you know, I'm, I, I got to breathe. I, I, I got to rethink this. I better back down off my wall a little, right? So I go in, and it's a beautiful building. The, the storefront is wonderful. It's all white and clean, and you guys have all been into a modern tattoo establishment, so you know what I'm talking about. The art's on the wall. Everything looks pristine. And a young man walks up to me and says, Hi, Miss Phillips. I'm Lucky. Nice to meet you. Lucky turns out to be an Asian guy that's 22 years old wearing casual business attire. There's no bikers, there's no do-rags, there's no beards, there's no jean vests, there's nothing there. Nothing 
that matches my premise, my picture, my belief of what this would look like. So we go through. We go forward, right? My daughters are like, Mom, Mom, you're going to let us get tattoos. I'm thinking, are you crazy? Are you nuts? I'm still having to change everything I know to be true into a new pattern. And it's stressful. Hey, like, oh, my God. This is just not something I just don't change my mind about something in a moment's notice, right? takes me a little bit. I have to work around it. And this is big. This is my daughter's. You know, if you have kids, you know that you react different and your emotional reaction to things that your children are involved in are completely different than any other experience you ever have. I would rather go through something than let my children go through it. So I'm protective of them. Uh, I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm trying to raise you know, healthy children with you know, good decision-making skills who are successful in life. Man, I got a lot of pressure going on here. So um, Lucky walks me through the, the process and says, if you sign this form, they can get a tattoo. They've already picked out what they want. Uh, you know, so we move forward. And I'm, uh, I slowly get my mind around this idea. I end up, yes, the girls do get their tattoos. And now it's, you know, the year, many years later, and my kids have actually several tattoos. And a lot of people that I know have tattoos. In fact, most everybody I know has one. But it's a long ways from where I came, from my original premise, my picture that I didn't even know I was carrying until, boom, some of the phone rings and this comes up and here I am. Now, you might say, you let your kids get tattoos? Well, I did, because I'll tell you what I had learned was through piercings, I had learned that my children were going to get a tattoo whether I wanted them to or not. And what I did want was them to get a tattoo from a reputable place that was safe, clean, and, uh, you know, like that there was no repercussions from this. There was no infections, et cetera, that we didn't have some botched up piece of crap on their skin for permanent. You know, I wanted them to have a professional do this. My uh, one daughter kept getting things pierced and she kept going to a friend's kitchen. You know, she'd go down there to stay overnight. The next thing you know, she'd have her ears pierced. She'd say, hey, I only ask one thing. The thing I ask is the next time you want something pierced, we'll go to the mall I will pay for it, and you will get it done by a professional in a safe setting. That's all I ask. Of course, you know, a week goes by. She comes back with now her tongue pierced in the same kitchen by the same girlfriend, and I'm like, okay, what didn't you understand before? All I'm asking is we go to the mall. Don't get another thing pierced in someone's kitchen. That's all I'm asking. Right? So... Of course, a third thing got pierced and still was done in the same kitchen by the same girl. So this is what I knew. You better get a tattoo in a professional place. I better sign the paper or you're coming home with a tattoo that so-and-so did in her kitchen and it's not going to be pretty. So here we are. We have these premises, these ideas, these things in our mind that just, hey, are they real? Are they true? Where did we get them? We have no idea. I can't tell you where I formed that picture. 
right? I just really can't tell you that moment when I knew what a tattoo parlor looked like and what a guy named Lucky looked like. But I had it. I had it very clear, very prominent. We're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to go on to uh, the most important premise that I can suggest to you today that you consider, at least consider. All right? So um, that's where we're going to go with that. And I can't wait to start down that road. See you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you left the cage that held you back but find yourself in the wild of your life wondering, what do I do now? I'm Dr. Lisa Cooney and today I'm going to give you the tools to answer that question. Regardless of the issue, your choices of the past no longer need to haunt you. You have the power to change that and to create from a space of fun and ease. How different can your life be? Find out. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning, healthy living power hour, Star Style. Be the star you are with host and empowerment architect, Cynthia Bryan. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. Hey, here we are again. Um, If you're just tuning in, before the break, we were talking about an experience that I had um, where something came up in my life that I hadn't thought about before, really, consciously thought about, and a situation came up with my children as teenagers, and um, it completely I had to completely change my mind. I had to, I realized I had a premise, I had a belief, I had something inside of me that I believed to be true, which was a complete fallacy. 
Now, I got that in my first seven years or in the early years of my life. We get the majority of our beliefs, our premises, our concepts, they, they come up in the first seven years. And that's, those are our formative years. It makes sense if you think about it. You know, Ma tells us this is right. Dad tells us this is wrong. This is how you handle this. This is what you do. This is what's true. You know, Grandma pipes in with some stuff. You got a couple cousins that might tell you a few things. Um, you know, and then, of course, we start to school and we start interacting with other people. The neighbor girl says it, that there is a Santa. I say there isn't. You know, all this stuff. We, we, we get all this junk. And it's really those first seven years that are our formative years that we get a lot of our premises, a lot of our beliefs. And we may never think about some of those things again. So these things were formed when we were like, five years old maybe or three years old we get this thought in our head from a three-year-old's perspective that this is a truth fast forward 20 30 40 years ago, uh, later we're still operating from that truth that we formed for ourselves at the age of three with this little bit of experience on earth with the perspective of this little teeny tiny person looking out at the big world we make these conclusions so unless something comes up in our life, unless we make a decision to look at or reconsider, unless some action or experience, something happens, we might not ever, ever go back and reexamine that. So that's kind of bizarre when you think about it. I'm literally operating from something that I formed in my mind at the age of three. Chances are it's not even true or the events as they happened never actually even occurred that way. If you have brothers and sisters, I'm sure that you've had an experience where you talked about this. Where, hey, this is what happened. Remember when this happened? Yeah. And your sister's like, that didn't happen. No, I was there. It was like this, right? You can't even agree to what the events were that formed this thing that you're operating from. So why is that important? Why is that important is because we can be acting out under Really, like operating with everything that you know is wrong. Well, maybe it's not everything is wrong. But, you know, I heard that quote several years ago, and, and, and it said, you know, everything you know is wrong. I was like, what? Well, I probably heard that 15 years ago. And even at 15 years in the past, I can tell you that almost everything I was operating from at that time turned out to be untrue. That there was a lot of crap that I believe to be true that just absolutely wasn't. So now I've started in my life and that was kind of at the beginning of where I started to say, hey, what is true here? What am I? What do I believe? How does this work? Can I get these answers? This doesn't make sense. But I'd been screaming that since I was a kid. Right. I also read another quote. It said, faith and reason. You must reconcile faith and reason. And a lot of times I'll see a new thought and I'll go, what? what? What's that mean? I, don't know. I scrunch up my face. I scrunch up my mind. And I start to kind of fuss and carry on about it. But what does it mean? I got to reconcile faith and reason. Well, what it, what it means is I can't you know, blind faith. That's something that we hear about a lot. Blind faith. Uh, just believe this. Well, that's kind of a that's kind of a silly idea, isn't it? 
um, to just believe something without any basis for it. There's two parts to me. I have sort of my authentic, true soul part, and that's my faith. That's where my faith comes from. I just know some stuff. I trust some stuff. I have the innate ability to recognize the truth when I see it and hear it, right? On the other side of that, I've got to match that up with my intellect a little bit. It's got to make some kind of sense to me or it's really not true for me. And it creates a conflict within me that I, 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 I can't reconcile. I must reconcile my faith and reason. They've got to be in some kind of balance. All right. So uh, the, the show today is, is called uh, that one key concept. The one premise that is important that we might want to consider operating from because it's going to change your perspective. I'm going to say this, that in today's world, as never before, knowing what the heck's going on, understanding what the heck's going on, even getting the facts is a minefield that, gosh, you know, all of us will be cranked up every day. We're all fussing and, and you know, just reacting and, gosh, we don't even know where to turn. We have more information available today than we've ever had, and all it does is put us into a new place, right? We actually have a situation now where fake news, fake news, let me, how can that, that's an oxymoron right there, right? So, going forward, what is the premise that I need to operate from? What's that one key concept that could change my life completely, do a 180 on it, that I might be able to live with more tranquility in my life? from a place of peace. I might be more relaxed, have less stress. And I'll tell you what that concept is. That concept is that you are a spirit inhabiting a body. What? Yeah. Why is that important? Uh, it's, it, it's important because what are we building everything on? What are we making decisions from? If I walk around out here and I'm walking around with this idea that I'm this person, this human, this human being, this tiny little human being, looking out at this huge, huge universe, a cosmos, eternity, infinity, I'm looking out at all of that, how in the heck can I get my little tiny human mind around that? It puts me in a place of powerlessness. It makes me believe that things are unknowable. It shows me that there are no solutions, that there's no way out of this mess. And that's a heck of a place to be in. We've all been there in some place at some time in some manner, maybe in certain situations. Maybe you haven't spent your entire life in every moment in that, but some of us have spent large percentages of our time in a place like that. Other people might visit there occasionally. But the point is, we don't have to be there at all. So what I'm proposing to you, if you could just at least consider this idea, and I'm not even saying you have to adopt it, I just want you to try it on for a while. And this idea that I'm a spirit, an eternal being that was created in the beginning, I'm eternal. That means that I had to be here from the beginning, and I will be here till the end, which actually the definition of eternity, eternity is that eternal is that it, it, it never ends. So I've always been. I'm energy. I've always been. I can't be created or destroyed. I am. So from that perspective, then, if I would look back 
at planet Earth um, from out there in this big picture. And I look and say, hey, I'm this big spirit. And I went down to Earth and I picked up this human body and I decided to have some experiences there and check it out. I had a great time, right? Then that will change everything that I know because now it's saying that I'm not powerless. It's saying that I can get information. It's saying that this is knowable. It's saying that I can have understanding. I don't have to walk around thinking, what's happening? Well, why is this? I, I don't understand. I don't have to feel like that anymore. I can go, oh, wow. I can kind of go, that's interesting. Look how that played out. I start to get a little more perspective on the events going on around me in the world. And never has there been a time when we needed a perspective more than we need it right now. You know, hey, I got my news from Facebook. I'm going to need some perspective, right? And everybody out there has all these premises and ideas that they're operating on and we're running our mouths on and saying stuff and doing stuff based on some premises that, <laughs> like that I was, here's one, that were all flawed and imperfect and unlovable. And until something happens, until we have a, a religious ceremony or, or someone puts a blessing on us, we are basically unlovable. That God created some imperfect piece of junk and that if we play our cards right, we can, we can recover from that somehow. We can improve on what God has already created. That's, that's kind of an odd thought, isn't it? Like God, God, he, he's perfect or whatever God is, the divine, the all, the one. It, it's perfect. It's it's. it's the creation process of its, uh, itself. And so we're suggesting here that I'm going to come down here as this little human and now I'm going to try through my acts, words, and deeds to improve on what God has created. Well, that's, that's just, why, why don't I just start out perfect? Why would God create junk? That, that's really where we want to get back to, right? So just consider this idea. Here I am, the spirit, this huge, powerful being that has the power to create. And I get to come down here to earth and I get to manifest my thoughts into actual things. I get to manipulate energy in this perfect place, this perfectly created just for that purpose. Now, that might be a big thought for some of you. However, you know, you're listening to the radio on the Empowerment Channel, so I'm thinking that, you know, you may have had some of these ideas already. Well, so that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna work with for the next uh, thirteen weeks of my shows on the air. We're gonna be talking about this. We're gonna operate from this idea that you are a spirit inhabiting a body. That's my premise, and I like this premise. I didn't used to have this one. I used to have to try to struggle to be good and do all this other stuff and try to save myself or find someone to save me. You know, uh, I needed a prince uh, in, on a white horse to come and to take me up and you know save me from myself because obviously I was inadequate and flawed in some way. When I start to look at myself as a spirit inhabiting a body, I start to have power within myself. When I start to see who I am authentically and truly, who I am as a spirit on the earth. I can start to have a handle on some of this. I can start to accomplish with fulfillment. I can start to breathe. I can start to relax. I can start to have a good time here on Earth. So, that being said, 
We're about to go on break again. Boy, that went fast, right? So hope that this is uh, an idea that you can put your head around. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about how we got here and where we want to go next with our life, with this new thought here, this new premise that I am a spirit inhabiting a body. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to tackle the rules of business? You may think you're doing everything by the book, following your own best practice beliefs, bringing in endless consultants, only to find that your business is not moving forward. That's where you need to stop and figure out where things are going wrong. Enter Business Rules with host Peter Feinstein. Peter and his guests will break it all down for you to help you and your business succeed. Listen Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Please join Dr. Sarah, a.k.a. Dr. Red, on an amazing journey of love, soul, abundance, compassion, and authenticity. Dr. Red is a well-renowned healer, hypnotherapist, author, and speaker who has overcome personal challenges to emerge stronger than ever before to reach out to you and heal you emotionally, mentally, and spiritually for the most informative and enriching experience filled with unbridled laughter and insights on life, health, culture, and society. Tune in to Dr. Red's says Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. And here we are again. What we've been talking about here is that we have these ideas that are buried within our psyche someplace. We have thoughts and beliefs that we don't even think about or consider. And they just roll through our life and they influence and impact everything that we do, experience, say, everything. How we perceive other people. It just goes on and on and on. There could be some premise that you're operating with that as literally affects every decision that you make in your life. And so how do we get to those things? How do we figure out? How do we change our premises? You know, for some of us, um, you know, maybe you're going to go and spend some time on a, a, with a counselor and that counselor might bring up some good How's that working for you? You know, we've heard that line. How's that working for you? Right. We go, well, it hasn't been working too good because obviously here I am. You know, I thought marriage was like this. Here I am. I'm going through a divorce. I thought that um, if I just got married and had those two kids and bought a house, got a good heavy mortgage and bought a couple of cars, life would be great. That's what they told me. You know, (laughs) hey, they told me this. Right. It was not like I made this up. 
And so here I am, I've got the mortgage, I've got the, the spouse, I've got the two kids, and it's not really working out. It's not working out for me all that well at all. <clears throat> so then I might be offered the opportunity of some other options that I might want to try or pick up, right? So that counselor would help me to find these other things. Now, other ways that I come across this stuff is um, maybe I read a lot. I have some education. They teach me some new ways to see things or to look at things. I might get some new facts. And so with new facts, I might start to change my mind about something or what I set up to begin with. And you know, we're going to go back to this idea of in the first seven years, we get a whole lot of premises. We get a whole lot of things we consider to be truths or facts, and we incorporate them in our life, and boom, man, we're like, Hey, yeah, game on, right? And we keep building on that. We keep building on those premises. We add to it. We add junk to it. We're more inclined, actually, as humans to add junk on top of it rather than to clear it out and start a new one. So until something happens in our life, something fails. Pardon me, marriage just goes to, to crap. Ah, I might start to relook at marriage. I might start to consider that maybe divorce is an option where I might have been raised that divorce is a sin and evil and that under no circumstances can you entertain this idea of a divorce and uh, you're just going to suffer through it. You know, actually, my mother would say to me, marriage was never meant to be happy. Whew, wow, <laughs> what a statement that is, right? And I didn't realize it, but that was a statement or a belief that I kind of had and that I had to work through later on. So the most important thing that really happens to us, the big thing is we usually get hit in the face with an experience. We, we end up in a marriage that we're miserably unhappy with and one of us wants out. And so then I have to rethink my whole premise of marriage. I have to rethink my whole premise of divorce. I have to rethink my whole premise of right, wrong. And how does God feel about this? Well, so here we are. Here we are. We got all this this junk going on. And that's the important part here is that we keep building on this idea, right? Everything that I know about marriage, well, marriage is meant to be unhappy or, or if you marry for life, you know, everything will be okay. You know, like we have that and we keep adding on to it until at some point the whole house of cards collapses and we have to come back to what's true for me. Because that was actually someone else's idea that I started to build on. It wasn't even my thought. With somebody else's they just handed it to me they said this is true I said okay they said you keep this with you you'll always be okay you'll have a great marriage blah, 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 right you'll be a great citizen a great Christian you'll just be all this wonderful things we have great mom great wife blah right turns out huh no I had never thought about it until I get into a situation now I'm experiencing marriage I'm experiencing the demise of a marriage and I start to rethink the premises that I'm operating from. So it's really, really important to say, what is it you're building life on earth? What uh, You have this life. You get to create in it all the time. You get to make choices, career choices, relationship choices, uh, clothing choices, food choices, you know, vegan uh, versus uh, meat. You know, like you just have all these things to do, and all of them are based on some other junk that you may have gotten from at the age of three, from a perspective of a small child. And that makes that doesn't even make any sense that I'd be operating from a three-year-old's perspective. I have a, a two-year-old grandson, and what a ludicrous idea that 
that I, he would 50 years from now still be operating on something that I say to him today, hey, this is true, right? Right? Grandma always has balloons, right? At some point, he's going to figure out Grandma doesn't always have balloons. That wasn't even true because there she is and she doesn't have one. So I got to figure out what am I building on here? And I'm asking you to go back to this premise that it's essential in some way at least consider this, that we go back to this idea I'm a spirit inhabiting a body on the physical plane. Because as this little teeny tiny human on the planet, I will never be able to get a perspective or a grasp or understanding or knowledge if I keep thinking I have this little teeny tiny view. It's like almost equivalent to you might like look at an ant on a sidewalk in South Dayton, Ohio, right? And, you know, all my life I could struggle to get out of Dayton, but and, and I'm never going to get out. And my perspective will always be of cold winters, hot summers, uh, you know, that this is how it rolls, I'll never have that Key West experience of a hurricane. I'm never going to have it there in Dayton, Ohio. And I'll never have an understanding of what that's like. So if I go out now, so it's a, it's a helpless situation. It's a powerless situation. So what I want to do is I want to go out in the universe and go, hey, here I am, this perfectly created spirit or soul that has the ability to create that has experienced all the wondrous things of the universe and looking down on the earth now I can look at it and go, wow, that's interesting. Wow. Oh, wow, I see how that's um, play, uh, unfolding. I see how that's playing out. The older you get, the easier it is to see this as a human. We can look at the experiences going on around us. We can watch other people and go, huh, that's a train wreck right there. Look at, watch where this goes. I give those people two years in that marriage because now we have some perspective. But if you really, really want the big perspective, you don't have to wait to get old. You don't have to wait to have some experience under your belt. You can go out and be that spirit that you truly are. And you can start to observe life, participate in life, experience life in, in this perspective from this place of powerfulness. Of I'm making these choices. I have free will in this mess. There's so many things that can come with that one premise. That's why it's such the one essential concept that we need to start considering in your life. I am a spirit inhabiting a body. I am not helpless. I am not hopeless. I am not imperfect. I am not flawed. I'm just this big old awesome spirit with all these attributes that are just fabulous and I get to go down and I get to try out all these things in a world where I can manifest it bring it right into the um, out of the ether and into a physical thing and go wow that's cool now what would I do differently some people say that earth is a school I don't necessarily see it like that I, I can understand that at one point I sort of got that that oh oh my gosh I got to learn these lessons okay everybody uh, shape up get in line here you know uh, get out your notebooks because life on planet earth is a school and we have to learn these important things well I got to tell you the more time I spend looking at the earth and operating as a spirit that I am the more I've come to think of it more as an amusement park to be here on earth like, literally, I signed up for this. I got free will. I said, hey, hey, look at that. Oh, man, they just opened a new park. It's called Planet Earth. 
wow, that looks pretty cool. Look at this stuff that people are doing. Man, there's people crying. There's people laughing, people dancing, people fighting. Man, that's a free-for-all down there. I'd sure like to see how that goes. All right, great. Here, buy a ticket, get in line, right? So I enter into this great amusement park called Planet Earth. (laughs) What an experience it is, right? It is amazing. It is amazing because I can experience anything I can dream up. I can, I can suffer. I can be joyful. I, I, I can, I can pick anything I want. I have free will. I can, I can know better and do it anyway. I can attempt to be the perfect uh, presentation of. A spirit living in a body on the planet Earth. I can speak softly. I can only make good decisions. I can eat healthy. I can do all those things. And, you know, or I can drink and cuss and do whatever. And, hey, right, all of it's, I'm free. There's not really any rights or wrongs. I'm just down here going, man, this is so cool. Did you ride the ride they call marriage? That one was crazy. Oh, I really liked how the divorce ended up at the end, right? So when I start to get this space between me and what's happening, I really, really, really get to to figure out who I am, my authentic self, that true me, the one that has the innate ability to know truth when I hear it, that thing that knows, that still small voice inside of me that knows what's right for me. I don't need to look outside of myself. We have everything we need. And I'm going to be talking over the next few weeks about experiences I've had and experiences you have that show you the truth of who you are, that show you what you need to do and what you need to know. It's right in front of you. You have everything you need. The only thing you haven't probably done is organize some of these things so that you could use them effectively for yourself, right? That's the main thing that we got that's going on, all right? I'm a soul inhabiting a body. And I need to organize some of the facts of life on planet Earth and in the universe so that I can operate from my authentic, true self with some peace, ease. That I can operate from the center of my tranquility. That I can center myself in a place of peace, relaxation, powerfulness, and completeness. Where I feel loved. Where I feel connected. Where I feel the true me that I am. This is possible. It's very possible. I can tell you because I've done it. I've experienced it. I have lived it. I have cried it. I have fought it. I have done all. Someone said about me, hey, if you want to know how not to do something, ask Alma. She's done all the not the ways, right? So I have some experience of this, and this is what I want to share with you. How did I stumble into some of this stuff? All righty. So it's been great uh, going through this with you, and I look forward to just wrapping this up for you a little bit here and and then we'll go on to what's next all right thank you become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america how do you define work Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. 
There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning into the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. tuned in to Center for Tranquility with Alma Phillips. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to info at centerfortranquility.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, here we are again. Um... I was really talking about our premises and what we, who we are in this earth, and we are the spirit inhabiting a body, why this is an important, important idea to have. I'm going to tell you that about 20 years ago was the first time that I ever started to entertain really uh, metaphysical ideas and thoughts, and I, I didn't necessarily handle that well either. I had come from a, quite a religious background, and... Um, you know, I had, had some problems with that, but I really couldn't figure out where to, where to go from there. I was uh, highly stressed. I can, I can remember being afraid. I can remember being afraid to go to sleep at night because I didn't know. I didn't know. And I didn't know where to find the answers. I can remember just praying or crying, hey, if there's a God out there, please, please give me some understanding. Give me something to work with here. So when I talk to you, I'm really talking to you about these personal experiences and my personal struggle. It's not like I read this in a book. I'll tell you what, I have lived this. I have cried the tears that were involved with learning who I am, that I'm a spirit inhabiting this body. Um, What I found out about 15 years ago was someone started talking to me about this idea that we had spirit guides or angels. Well, that was a that was actually against everything I had been taught religiously as a child. I was taught that angels weren't real, that they no longer existed, that they were only during a, a certain period of time in history, and that I had no access to those angels or uh, I could just give up on that. Same with miracles. Those things were just not happening for me, so I let go of that idea, right? So someone said, you have these angels, you have these spirit guides, and you can talk to them. And I said, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to do that. That seems a little creepy, right? However, I, I did move forward. Something in me said, hey, what do you got to lose? You know, like you're desperate here. And I started to – so I went and I learned how to communicate with my with my angels. Turns out we all have a team of angels. Who knew, right? Nobody kind of gives you that in the manual. The life manual doesn't come with that. So I didn't know. 
And I began to communicate with these angels, and this was life changing, life changing because I was no longer alone. I was sure my whole life that I was completely alone and that no one has my back and no one was really there for me and there was no place to get answers. And suddenly here I had this whole team that when I asked them would give me information. Now, evidently, they'd been sending me messages and uh, for a long time, but I just wasn't aware of them. And so one of the things that learning about uh, these angels and how to communicate with them, I started to understand how they were communicating with me, how they were giving me information, how they were trying to get my attention, how they were attempting to help me when I asked for help, but I just wasn't tuned in. So um, this is a a life-changing event, and the reason I'm, I'm sharing it with you is because I can do that with you. I can teach you to communicate with your angels. It will change your life. It will give you a sense of belonging, a sense of connection. It will give you information that you need when you need it. It can, uh, your angels can calm you down. They can, they can uh, make you feel safe and secure. They can give you insights and information. They can tell you what's in your best interest. They can feed you some background information that you don't have access to if you just walk around going, I'm a human. I'm just this hopeless human. Okay, so when you start to go beyond the veil, when you start to to start to move towards this idea of operating as a spirit and having a body, a, a duality, a two-part being, not only do I have the physical body, but I got this entire uh, ethereal uh, part of me, the spirit, the soul that's amazing. And uh, if I start working with that uh, from the perspective of I was that spirit and soul first before I ever got down here on earth, This is life-changing. I can teach you in under an hour, in under an hour to be communicating with these guides and and, um, angels. It's Um, life-changing. It it just, plus I learned some other stuff. And at the same time, I'm going to tell you about whether you're clairaudient, clairvoyant, whether you're a prophet or an empath. I'm going to help you to understand how do you get your information? Why do certain things affect you in a certain way? What's going on here? It's kind of like I'm going to give you the manual to, oh, by the way, your spirit operating in a body here, and here's the facts. And at, from there, like, wow, you know, the universe is, is, your, is your playing field. So you can, uh, of course, check me out on centerfortranquility.com, and you can sign up and get that, get that, uh, that profile. Learn about your, your angels. Learn about your sensitivities, your psychic or spiritual sensitivities, and this can change your life. And when you go to my uh, website, you're going to see that there's also Amanda Jackson, one of my co-workers. Uh, or workers, workers for spirit, uh, <laughs> workers in life. Um, she's on there too, so you can choose who would do that uh, particular service for you. And literally within an hour, you're going to have some new information. You're going to have some power in your hands. This is an amazing opportunity. It's life-changing. It changed my life. I, I, can, I can lead you to a lot of people who can tell you how this made a difference. So I don't have to feel powerless. I don't have to feel as if life is a mystery and it's unknowable i have a plethora of tools and ways that i can get some information here that i can be more secure that i can center myself in a place of tranquility and operate from my true authentic self and life will start to make sense and don't we all want life to make a little bit of sense the crazier things get in the earth on the earth and in this world today the more i just want to make sense of some of it 
So, yeah, and then I can, I can say to my angels and my guides, hey, what the heck's going on here? What do I do about this? How do I handle this? Oh, my gosh. You know, and they can say, hey, uh, don't worry about that. Worry about this, you know, or don't worry at all, actually, but put your attention over here. So we're going we're gonna to really talk about in this, in this going forward and, and in your profile about your uh, communicating with your angels about how can I start to just look at the world differently? How can I use this for my well-being? How can I improve my life? Um, that's what we're talking about here, right? We want... We want to improve our lives. All of us have a desire to do the best that we can. Nobody really sets out going, I want the worst, crappiest life I can get here. You know, I want to be the worst person. I want to make the worst decisions. No, we all set out to do the best we can do. Uh, Unfortunately, in my opinion, they didn't exactly give me the rules and instructions of how to do that. And so I'm offering you up some. Hey, I've got some things over here that I can help you with that will help you then to have more power in your life, more control in your life, uh, a sense of freedom in your life. And you can start to really operate from that bigger picture. It will change everything that you've ever known, right? So we're going to almost to the close here. My time is uh, is, is going to run down. And um, basically today I'm going to go out and I'm going to uh, have some experiences because life was meant to live. And that includes all those pesky people that cross your path. Some of them you love. Some of them you don't know. Some of them you may get to know very well. Who knows, right? But they just keep coming across your path. We came here to work with them because it's through our relationships that we discover who we are. Those people just keep throwing up mirrors for us so we can see where we are and what we're thinking, right? Um, They consistently bring you an opportunity for self-reflection and insights into yourself. That's the beauty of other people. When you're, when you're, you know, like that guy that's in front of you in the car, he's showing you something about yourself. Might not be pretty. Okay. Might not be pretty, but there is something for you to see about yourself and realize about yourself. I want to say um, thank you for listening today. And I hope that something I said today will impact you in a positive way. I would suggest that everyone contemplate this idea at least if you can't grasp onto it that you are a spirit and having a body. How would that feel? How would it feel and how would that look to be operating on this earth as this huge spirit having this physical experience? Isn't that just an interesting idea? So please at least contemplate that. Um, Next week we're going to be talking about why earth? Why now? How the heck did I get here? Is this accidental? Did, you know, like... Dude, I was just my own business. And then, like, ah, here I was, being born on this earth. And they said these were my parents and all this stuff. And I don't think I, I, don't think I signed up for this. It's hard. It's tough. And I, I don't know why I'm here. And what's going on? Like, life is a punishment of its own, right? So we're going to talk about that. Like, what's the truth of all that mess? Did I end up here accidentally? Why am I on the earth at this time? Maybe you know you came here on purpose. But do you know? why you came here at this time and what is it that you're trying to accomplish everybody wants to know that what am i doing here why am i here what's happening all right so thank you again it's been great and i look forward to sharing with you next week and in the meantime have a good time be happy they tell me the idea here is to have fun all right 
Thank you. And this is Alma Phillips from Center of Tranquility. Looking forward to talking to you again. Thank you again for listening to Center for Tranquility. Be sure to join your host, Alma Phillips, again next Thursday at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we speak again, we hope you find the power to harness your own energy in order to make a difference in our world.